you can imagine how fucking angry that made me. Yeah. You're upset, motherfucker, because right. I wrote one line yeah. in a blog with about the what fuck about I the went years, through. You know? <laughs> what about yeah. how I got fucked up and the trauma and the nightmares and the yeah. you know what about that? And so I, I yeah. went on I went on this hike before I talked to him, mm. and I went on this hike out in the hills right here, and just just I murdered him on that hike. Yeah expressed my anger i killed him i fucking destroyed him on that hike yeah and it was so powerful because for like two hours i got all that out yeah and then i was like i'm good now i can just kind of be with him and what he's going through yeah i even changed what i wrote yeah just so that wasn't calling him out which i would never do that right i'm a fucking artist you know it's like yeah. telling me to i don't like this blue in your painting can you please change that yeah. to a different color fuck you yeah. <laughs> that's my art not yours Welcome to Darken the Page, the podcast where I talk to artists, writers, songwriters, creatives of all type about their creative process and the quirky and funny and interesting and deep ways that they make great art. Today's guest is my good friend Brian Reeves. I met Brian up at his home in just north of LA and we sat and just talked and joked and laughed and uh, you know, got passionate for several hours. Um, I'm just, you know, I, I just had so much fun talking to Brian. He is um, also someone after my heart because he's a blogger. I mean, he's written books and he's done some other things, but he's, you know, his main, his main writing, his main gig is blogging. And that's something that I'm very passionate about as well. And we talk about a lot of things. I just really appreciate um Brian's insistence on on keeping it real like keeping his art pure like you know making sure that he's not feeling like he's selling out or doing anything that he's not really 100% into and Brian's done really well in the world of blogging and he's also a relationship coach so he writes about relationships and I think there's a beauty to people who do well in writing about relationships because there's a vulnerability in that there's a way that you just can't escape going through the shit and I think Brian does that really well and also writes about it in a really vulnerable way um, he's had several articles go like crazy viral um, and we talk a little about that and what that was like and and um, and so this is a really fun conversation I think you're going to enjoy um, I know I haven't been posting uh, in a while um, I think the last episode I posted was like a month and a half ago um, and I'm still trying to do monthly stuff but hey if you're out there and you're like man I couldn't wait for another Dark in the Page episode. Uh, send me an email, darkenthepage at gmail.com or leave me an iTunes review. Um, those things are always nice motivators to get me to do more shows. And uh, actually, this is, you know, this show Brian and I recorded about a couple months ago and I've been sitting on it for a little bit. And But it's just such a great interview. I really, I just had to get it out and share it with you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, I hope you uh, reach out with any feedback. I hope you reach out to Brian and check out his website, brianreeves.com, Brian with a Y. Um, I'll put all the links in the show notes. So just go to darkenthepage.com and you'll see all that stuff. And yeah, thanks for listening. And here is my conversation with Brian Reeves. So here I am with my friend Brian Reeves. Um, we're in California. It's wonderful, and uh, it's pouring rain out. It's yeah, just, I love it. It's great. It's just great so writing good. weather. Yeah, and um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, uh, I'm just, you know, I'll, I'll say something too that for this show, I, I tend to interview a lot of book authors and stuff like that, and and I found that the the people I actually enjoy interviewing the most are the people are the other bloggers, mm. and you know, even if people have written a book, sure, I guess, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes we can like even a Mark Manson, I would consider him a yeah. blogger, not an author, even though he's yes, yeah, written books, yeah. yeah. Um, because that's me, man. I, yeah, I, yeah. I just, I would rather be a blogger yeah. and, and I love it. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm especially happy to be talking about blogging and things like that with you today. Yeah. So thanks Dang. for being here. You know, it's funny, man. Cause that, that, even that terminology, you know, I kind of come from old school. It's like being an author seems to have so much more weight oh, yeah. to it. But as a blogger, that's really where most of my success has happened and my exposure. And that's really, but it's like that part of me, I want to be an author. Oh, totally. And I have a book on Amazon, but shit, I haven't sold nearly as many books as I've had blogs been read by people. Well, that's you know why I, mean? I say this because so, it's yeah. like, it's constant like therapy for me. <laughs> yeah. And actually I was talking about this with Mark and, yeah, and, yeah. We, and it was funny because, uh-huh. you know, yeah, even like, you know, he had, oh, so I told the story, I told him the story. I said, you know. Um, I don't know if you read Elizabeth Gilbert's latest book, Big Magic. I know about it. Yeah. So I'm listening to that book as I do yeah. with audiobooks, and um, she talks, she's in it, and she's like, and um, she's talking about, I guess, purpose, like purpose, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, and, you know, blogger Mark Manson has mm. this, uh, actually talks about how mm. one of the ways to find out what you love is to ask yourself what kind of shit sandwich you like to eat. You know, how do you, like, what, how are you romantic about the shitty parts of what you're doing? Like, okay. if you're thinking to yourself, like, uh-huh. boy, I can't wait to, like, to have that, like, monogamous strife and, like, uh-huh. you know, be up till 3 a.m. because uh-huh. my baby's crying. Like, maybe you want to be, like, uh-huh. a mom. And, uh-huh. like, you know, and or, like, mm. if you're a writer, like, boy, I can't wait to be, like, mm. to be just, like, toiling over a sentence gotcha. for days. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. that sucks. And for the right person, yeah. that actually, you know, I, I was just talking to like Margot. I've never heard it put like that. That's really yeah, profound. Right? It's like, like and even like as you and I, I have been it. talking, like we get that we're kind of like the shitty parts of writing too. Like there's something about that that's a little bit romantic. It, it, you know? it, it kills me. Writing, it does. It kills yeah. me. It yeah. horrifies me. The, yeah. All the space that I need. And yet I live for it yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So I know I, that's beautiful. I love how that's language that's yeah. really powerful yeah and so she quoted him in her book and mm. elizabeth gilbert's a big deal yeah and i just had this moment she's i was driving this car oh she's i mean she's <laughs> she's, she's total author the author you know and that an like, author she's an author and and i yeah. was like and she, and she put him in a, in a book a, yeah. a timeless book now the yeah, blogs yeah. aren't timeless too but i was yeah. like holy shit like and you know she yeah. was quoting other people other like great names and yeah. here's yeah. mark and i was As like blogger holy shit like yep. I can, I can, I can, like, whatever stories I have about blogs now, I, I just yeah. think have to be done. Like, we're, we really have to just accept that, that a blog post is just as significant as a page in a book. Yeah. And maybe more so because it's actually going to reach more, it's going to have a better chance of reaching more people, I think, overall. I think you're right, man. I you mean, know? I've had, you know, I've had a few blogs go viral, but one really, really went viral and it's been, you know, tens of millions of people have read that one blog. Literally, I don't even know how many tens of, it's in tens of millions. It's every person more than an entire in every, population in most countries. It's like every country, there's like 193 nations in the UN. Over 220 nations have read that article. What the, did it fucking go to another planet? Like what happened? <laughs> what is great. that? But... Like I will Vatican City or something. Get out of kind of all the ones. I will almost certainly never sell that many books, 
Or to that many countries, you're saying. To that many countries. Well, first like, of all, I will never. Yeah. Exactly. Well, never. A book will almost certainly never be read by that many people. So yeah. it's like what you're saying is, is, you know, I'm experiencing that. It's so true. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And it's like, and, and, but we all have this, like, I guess, like, blogger guilt or something. Like, you should, like, coin the term, you know? Uh-huh. It's like, uh, blogger shame. Like, oh, blogger shame. <laughs> it's you know? blogger shame. It's like, I should, yeah, well, I'm just a blogger. And, and you know, a, yeah. it's, and it's like, and, 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 and it's funny, too, because I was listening to a conversation between Mark Manson and Chris Ryan, who's a author. He got famous with Sex at Dawn. And so mm-hmm. he went the traditional author route. Mm-hmm. And, and he was saying to Mark, he's like, boy, you know, Mark, I'm really envious mm. of you because you have this blog. I have to wow. keep writing books, and mm. and then Mark was kind of saying the same thing to right, right. and I was and I was, I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like we don't, That's you know. Great. And I do prefer books. I feel like yeah. I, you know, and I'm also like a big total creative control guy. Uh-huh. So I love the fact that I can control every pixel of uh-huh. what I create. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and so and I'm you know an amateur web designer too. So I, I, yeah. I actually work, you know I can do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's really satisfying. It's such a different art too—a book versus a blog. Because you know, I wrote a book, and when I got done writing it, the first draft, I, and and Anne Lamott, I love her her language is is that you write a shitty first draft. So when mm-hmm. I got done with my shitty first draft, I had no idea what I had just done. I don't know what I have in my hands here. Right. It's like a, running a marathon, writing a book is a marathon, whereas a blog is just a sprint. Yeah. And I know what I did. When I write a blog, it's a page and a half. I know what I got here. Yeah. But a book, I had no idea. It took years. It's, it's such a different art. Yeah. And, um, you know, I love blogging. I really love it. But I do. I have blogger shame. Yeah. I remember back in 2013, I read this statistic that I think on WordPress, 30,000 new blogs were started every single day. Yeah. <laughs> every right? day. Yeah, it's like everyone's doing it. It's like everyone's making music on GarageBand now. It's like right. it sort of lost its. And I remember, you know, people would ask me because I've been I've been blogging for really shit. I told you earlier, I've been did my first blog in 1998. I didn't even blog. It wasn't even blog. The blog right. didn't exist. Just to email to friends, yeah. Right to email to friends, and but when I really started blogging on an actual platform in 2009, I think, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing it a while and. I didn't have an audience for years. Not yeah. a big one. Maybe if, yeah. I, if 10 people read an article in a day, I was ecstatic. <laughs> I, was, I, would, I, was, I had the same thing. I was uh-huh. just like, pause it. It's like, you know, it's like I was on, I guess I was on WordPress.com for a while yeah. doing the, and it was always, it's like, it was always crazy to me. be like, okay, so that got, that was five views today. Yeah. I know two of those <laughs> were my family. Yeah. And then one of them was that guy. And I was like, yeah. Who's the other two? Yeah. <laughs> like it was just like fascinating to me. I was like, yeah. this yeah. world is crazy. I know. <laughs> Who's the other two people? You know, it's like, huh? I know. Yeah, yeah. it's I, so. I know it's so interesting. And and people people would ask me about you know, well, should I blog? Should well, should I start a blog? And and I would tell them like with that statistic in mind, thirty thousand new blogs are started every day, and I've been doing it for years. And at that time, back in two thousand thirteen. You know, I might have I might have had fifty people reading a blog in a day, and 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 that st- still seemed huge. Yeah. And and people would ask me, and I'd be like, "Look, you know, blog if you love writing, and you can't not do it. Yeah. Because if you're doing this to make work for yourself, to make money, to you know attract client, do something else. Yeah. Unless you love writing, you're gonna hate this. Yeah. And you're gonna write one blog." And no one's going to read it and you're going to get pissed and you're not going to do it again. Right. Because <laughs> you have to, like, no one's going to read your blog for a long time, probably. Right. And, you know, and that was, been, that was my experience and, you know, you know, 10 to 50 people for years if I was lucky. Right. And, um, 
And it's just, it just, you know, the repetition, keep doing it. I mean, I, I admire that about you. You like a blog a week. You've been doing that for how long now? Since December, 2014. I mean, that's, so, that's, that's a know. lot, man. It's yeah. like, you know, oh, yeah, persistent and, and still, you know, that, that, that breakthrough moment when, when a blog really finally takes off, it's like, there's something just, you know, I love it when people would tell me in the, the in years past, oh, I just did a viral video. Can I show it to you? <laughs> Man, fuck off! You did a viral video. Show me after it goes viral. You don't know if anything is viral until it goes viral. You don't right. get to say what you just did is a viral anything yeah. until that's just out of your let's, hands. Let's make a viral video. Like the intention <laughs> yeah. to do something viral, I'm like, dude, leave me out of that. Come shit, on, man. I don't like, want it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's viral after millions of people have read it. Until then, it's just you know, it's something you're creating. That's fine, yeah. but you got to let go. You know, the, so the blog that really launched things for me big time. Mm-hmm choose her every day or leave her yeah i don't even remember writing it yeah <laughs> i don't have a memory of writing it i know i wrote it yeah it's my story but i don't remember writing it yeah and i was writing a lot at that time and and because i had a lot of space you didn't have viral blog post on your vision board or something <laughs> no like, oh, <laughs> no and i'd had i'd had another maybe two or three other blogs you know have at least a million readers and uh-huh. i thought that was amazing yeah but i wrote that article in i think may and it or or it was April or May, and then it was July, the end of July, when it finally. This, is, this was two years ago or last year? Was it? When this it, was two years ago now. Fifteen, two thousand fifteen. Two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 A year and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. and I remember it, it. It finally hit in July, and literally, you know, with it was it was getting a million readers a day. That's crazy. And it is crazy because again, I wrote it three months before it had already been out there, and I don't even remember writing it. Yeah, it's like, and I remember there are other blogs that I remember writing because I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be the one. This, this is, is so good. Yeah. This is the goods right here." Yeah, and you know, and then you know, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so totally. it's like, uh, you know, you, you and I had that conversation a few months ago. Like, yeah. you know, how did you do it? What, 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 what happened? And it's like, I want to be able to give you the answer. I want to be able to tell you this is exactly how. Sure, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's that was the only conclusion that I was able to come to is that how is is putting in the work and sitting down every week and and publishing Just keep showing up and yeah. and I think and so I read this really interesting book called the eighty twenty uh, eighty twenty sales and marketing you mm-hmm. know and the whole eighty twenty principle I mean, most yeah. people are familiar with the eighty twenty twenty yeah. principle but I think yeah. what this book does which I think other eighty twenty books do it's not that this book did that in particular but it did the it talked about the 80-20 to like the second power or the third power, the fourth power, mm-hmm. which basically for me mm-hmm. means in, so let's say there's mm-hmm. about five weeks in every year, four to five weeks, whatever. Yeah. And this is how it's turned out. So it means that if I write 52 articles in a year, every month I usually have a hit, mm-hmm. which for me maybe means like it goes up to like a thousand views, you know, yeah. so like if I share on a Facebook page. Yeah. So I hit like, a hit means I, I notice it go viral beyond my, Right. circle friends like yeah, yeah. like I watch the numbers on I watch my Facebook yeah. like post yeah. do what it does but then that dies off and then it's still climbing that's yeah. that's essentially what I'm yeah. thinking is a hit yeah. so it's like so every month one will do well which is the 80-20 thing you know okay. 20% yeah. is like yeah. one post a month yeah. and then every five months I'll have a smash hit mm. or every like one like twice a year there'll be a smash hit yeah. which is 20% yeah. of the 20% yeah, yeah. so one out of five of one out of five which is mm. one out of 25 mm-hmm. which is half a year mm. and then and then and then what that would also say is that every 
in twenty percent of twenty percent of twenty percent, which means that every uh, two and a half years there'll be like a grand slam. Grand slam, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and that's and that's actually how it's worked out. That's yeah. what the numbers look like. It's it's. I mean, I I even do it yeah. on my archive. I put in bold the ones that. I mean, I also like, but that do really well. Yeah. And it just, every month there's one yeah. and I didn't get to choose it. It just yeah. does it. And then, <laughs> right. and then every six months there's yeah. just one that yeah. goes crazy yeah, yeah. and it's like, huh? So yeah. was it because yeah. wh- why was that? Well, yeah, yeah. it's because I had the other four that failed, not failed. But I had the other four that were just not yeah, yeah. as good. Yeah. And it's because I, I wrote it for six, I went six yeah. months and allowed that one to rise it's, to the top. It's because 80, 20, 20, it's a that's universal it. law. That's it's a it. law. You can't it's, break it. You <laughs> can't break it. You know? Right. And so that's I just, right. I just, I yep. found that, okay, great. Yep. So my focus is going to be publishing a week and that's it. And yeah. and I know, like I, in a way, like my, uh, you know, I think the, the confidence in the viral shit is stupid, yeah, yeah. but I could say to somebody, no, you know, I, I actually know that if I write for two and a half years for every week, mm-hmm. I will get one that's a smash hit. Yeah. I can just guarantee you that. Yeah. Just like if I, you know, flipped a coin, you know, a couple times, I'd probably get heads once. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just a probability yeah. thing. Yeah. No, of course, I mean, there's other things to play. Like you have to be, you know, have to write good stuff. Yeah, and you, you have to You know, you can't craft, just like, absolutely. you know, but, but if, if, if you're seeing some success with yeah. some things you're doing and then, you know, there's that. Yeah. It's just an 80, 20 yeah. thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I really believe that. Like that's, yeah. that's. You know. Well, if you look at look at if you were to take all my blogs as well, I would say the same thing. Absolutely, it, it, it kind of follows a similar pattern. I've had, I mean, they're on my website. There's something like you know, my tech guy told me there's like you know close to 200 blogs on my website. Mm-hmm. Um, probably 10 of those are what get the most traffic consistently always. Well, probably what it is is 20% of those give you 80% of the traffic and then 20%, 20% of the of 20%, 20% give you about like 60% oh, yeah. of your overall traffic. Well, that's it. The, you know? That that one blog that went super viral, that right. still is the one that always gets more traffic, traffic, right? It's more. Like, yeah, it's more. Yeah. It's more. Yeah. That's probably 80% of my traffic. Right, the one post. Right. <laughs> one and post. that's the that's the 80/20 principle to like the to fourth the, power, power or something. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's just a question of when does it come for you? Does it, you know, it came for me after again I've, I've been really blogging on a platform since 2009 that happened in 2015 right six years into it <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so yeah. you know yeah and I mean, yeah. it's like as, as as random as the world is it's also not it's also not there's yeah. some order to it yeah there's some just got to keep showing up it takes a special kind of crazy right. to, to go through all those years where you know it's like the overnight success thing you know I watched my own parents um, have a company that went from just deeply in debt to it at 1.50 million dollars in sales within five years nice and it looked to everyone in the industry they were in now that crashed in 2008 that went away but they had that experience and to everyone in that industry it looked like a, a looked like an overnight success yeah but there were 18 years <laughs> leading up to that overnight success yeah Totally. There was no overnight success. Yeah. It's just something happened, the 80-20 rule perhaps, you know, all that effort they put in for eight to eight for eighteen years, suddenly yeah. things aligned and you know, it exploded. Yeah. I think it's the same with, with writing. It's the same. Like yeah. even Paulo Coelho, we were talking about him a yeah. little bit earlier, yeah, his yeah. process, the alchemist, you right. know. It didn't hit it did not hit. hit. Bill Clinton had it, didn't get it, it hit, didn't, right? Exactly. It yeah. didn't hit. He, even the first publisher, they did a limited run of a few hundred copies and they couldn't sell it. Yeah. They gave him back the rights. Yeah. You know, and he had to keep kind of staying in it and, yeah. and going against conventional wisdom. Everyone else, you know, would have just given it was up. Ten years, I think, before it hit. 
I think. I don't know the like exact. He was, like, little... he was on. I think I listened to him on Krista Tippett too, and on Being. Okay. And he talked a little more about that. It'd be cool. Yeah. And he said that I think Bill Clinton even talked. Like Chelsea Clinton gave mm. the book to Bill Clinton. He was like, "This is a great book," and like the fucking yeah. president yeah, 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 talked yeah. about it, and still, still nothing. You know, or like a little blip maybe. It's you know. And I, now I, it's like just. It's and now it's every, like little yeah. the best selling like yeah. you know you go that's the best selling that's, book that's period right. like right now all the time that's right it's crazy yeah it's amazing and, and it's funny yeah that's I managed a music band for a while I'm a con- spiritual conscious music band doing music of like Eckhart Tolle and you know that that you know ayahuasca music and uh-huh. and we were on uh, ABC Good Morning America we thought that was our ticket like that was gonna be the thing to blow us up we were gonna be on ABC Good Morning America it was you know, the band had already been together for 10 years uh-huh. and we got the call, ABC Good Morning America is going to come down. They're going to film us on the beach yeah. in, uh, in, in Miami. It's 8.30 in the morning in front of 4 million people. You know, this was back in 2008 maybe. Uh-huh. And we we're like, we, you know, we got everything ready. Like, <laughs> oh, this is our big breakthrough. You know, God, we were so excited, man. We had all our, you know, all our, our MP3s available for download and you could, uh, you know, you could buy them or donate or whatever. And we were so excited, like, this is it, you know, and we, we did the spot. It's like they did maybe 45 seconds of the band kind of doing a little jam on the beach. And and uh, and we were like just waiting with our smartphones, with our phones, <laughs> like, how many is this? How much money are we going to make today? Yeah. <laughs> you want to know how much, how many? How, how long ago was this? This was in 2008 or 9. Okay. Maybe 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how did they go? We uh, sold one 99 cent download. <laughs> We made, we did, we made less than a dollar. Yeah, and uh, you know nothing changed. Nothing. (laughs) Well, what changes your your depression? (laughs) (laughs) Our our, reaction to that must have been tough. Our attachment to hope. Yeah, changed. Just just shattered. It was, you know, but we we had a good spirit about it. We laughed for years about that. It was just like we were so certain this was the thing. Yeah, and it just wasn't. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It's like just one thing just it's weird. One thing can change everything, but it's never going to be the thing that you think it no, is. It's not. And you have to just stay in the game. Keep yeah. That's why um you know Tina Malia, she's a music artist. Mm-hmm. Uh and shh. Ooh, we just lost power. Oh, that's that's cool. exciting. Yeah. We're, we're good with the computer we're good. though. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. So <laughs> Tina Malia, you know, she um she she would give this advice to artists because she's an amazing musician, uh-huh. uh, and you know successful relatively speaking. Yeah. To, outside looking in, you'd think she has wild success. Uh-huh. It's a it's a it's a slog in that world too. Oh, the and music people, business is so hard. I mean, uh, I, well, you're I, in I, it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I mean, that was six years full time dedicated dedicated to being a famous musician. You know, like yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I. And hey, you know, yeah. I may have also just given up like right before it happened. Uh-huh. I don't know. But at the same yeah. time, I also, and I do want to get back to that, but it's like, I also felt like, huh, if I did get it, do I actually want that? Like, because yes. I have friends now, you know, I had a yeah. friend who was just top eight on The Voice a couple seasons ago and mm. he's, you know, it's like, and I just, yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah, that's not as actually exciting, you know, yeah. like I, I wouldn't I'd be okay with a million blog readers a month, but I don't know, like the, the more... Yeah. I imagine I still could be happy and work that as a sure. musician, but like, but man, like that didn't seem to get any easier. And I was, that was concerning to me, I think, in looking back. Well, that's really good to notice because what Tina, she would, the advice that she would give, and I realized it was the same advice that I was giving would be bloggers was if you can imagine doing something other than music, 
for a living, do that. Yeah. That's if, it. If that would be like, if you really like, if, dig there, that. if you have a plan B, do the plan B. Yeah. Because if if you if you think music is the thing, but you have a plan B that you could do, you're gonna hate. It's just not gonna come together for you. Probably. Mm-hmm. Is even even when it's your, even when you have even when music is your plan A and you have no plan B and that's the thing, even then it's still highly unlikely to come yeah. together in the way you think it's going to. Yeah. Again, it's that lightning strike phenomenon. As bloggers, writers, like I couldn't have planned this, but. I wrote and I've been writing because I had to. Yeah. Because it's just my joy. It's my it's my my ecstasy. Right. I can do nothing else in the course of a day. But if I write something and publish it, I am I'm I'm good. I can die. Like I'm so satisfied. And it doesn't even matter if someone reads it. Like of course I love people reading my stuff. And now it's you know I'll be walking through the grocery store sometimes, and I I live alone. You know I don't live with my girlfriend. I'm out here in the desert in Calabasas and. You know, I don't have a lot of friends in this area, so I spend a lot of time alone. And I'll, you know, now on an average day, I get two thousand readers on my blog. On an average, that's just my blog. And then there's it's been republished. I mean, I don't know how many thousands of people are. Sure. But I, that trips me out. I'll be walking through a grocery store, just and I'll have a moment. I'll feel very alone, yeah. and I realize there are thousands of people reading my thoughts right now. Yeah. Like literally plugging into to to my story and getting right. something and. But most of the time, I'm disconnected from that. I don't. I don't really have a conscious awareness that that's happening. Yeah. And so, it's like really the the thrill is in just the the, the creating the art and putting it out there, and then I don't know what happens, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Like that is ecstasy for me. Yeah. I feel I. I again, I feel like I can die, and that yeah. that just points to me that that's that's what I'm here for. That's yeah. at least for now. That's that's the thing that I really need to make the most space for. Yeah. You know, yeah, and and you know how I look at it too is like, I, I want to set up my life so that it's, like, I I'm, I'm gonna get like rewarded for doing the thing that has me come that alive. Yeah, like I want to, yeah, I want to, yeah, yeah. and and I'm still, you know, I'm I'm there in an emotional sense. Like there'd be a lot of people who'd be disappointed if I stopped writing. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'm not making a ton of money from it right now, but that's it's like. The whole idea right. was let's yeah. set up my life yeah. so yeah. I have to do yeah. the thing that I want to do already. Yes. Yeah. And that's going to take some time. And that's why yeah. people, you know, hey, yeah. like it's frustrating, but like wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. You know, and and not set it yeah. up where like, okay, but then I have to write about, you know, uh, fucking movie reviews. If, maybe, I don't, maybe I don't like movie yeah. reviews anymore, but like write about something that I care, care about yeah. or give myself the freedom to write about a lot of things yeah. and just say you have to write every week. Yeah. Can you do that? Well. Yeah. I look back and actually last 10 years, that's what I've already been doing. So why not? Like, I know I can keep that up because I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's not a new thing. <laughs> yeah. So that was, yeah. Like to, to create the lifestyle that supports that impulse already, you know? Absolutely. And that takes, that takes a real, it takes a, a God, man, a conviction, even a willingness to not have certain things that you think you need, like comfort. Mm-hmm. At least in my case, I, Man, along the along the way, I was tempted so many times in my own head just to get a job, or do something else that's easier. Have someone else pay me to just you know. I have a lot of gifts. Yeah, uh, I was a producer and manager of of projects, businesses, artists for many years. You can get was, bands on Good Morning America. You know? uh, <laughs> make a dollar. I can make you a dollar. You know? <laughs> we get on, paid, man. Yeah, we get paid. Do this today, nine cents. <laughs> 
you know, I, I write a blog. I don't make, I don't even make a dollar when I write a blog. Yeah. <laughs> At least I can make a dollar. You know, That's I right. get my 13 cents, my commission off That's that right. dollar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I've, and I've, it's been a journey because I've really, I've had moments of just, you know, really two years ago, I had a huge breakthrough when I just decided you know, at one of my blogs, before this one that really went huge, I had another blog that was getting about a million views. It was uh, the sexiest three words a man can say to a woman. Mm-hmm. That was doing well, but I was broke. Like I, I, you know, I was renting a guest, renting a room in a friend's two bedroom apartment and and um, I'd been writing for years and I was still trying to do other projects and you know, I was coaching also, but more of a, more as a hobby, more on the side. And um, man, I just, I was just, it just wasn't really coming together. And I had a lot of fear around money also, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and I had this experience, it was two years ago, a little over two years ago, where this blog was taking off. And, you know, I woke up one morning and, and something like 20,000 people had read, were on my website that morning before lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I have to take advantage of this. Like I need to put a donate button. I need to put a little, you know, buy me coffee button or right. something, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I because like, I need some coffee. Because I need some fucking coffee. I need some. I need some grocery money. Yeah. And I felt that energy in my body of just the neediness, the grasping, the desperation, and and I was just fucking done with it. I was uh-huh. like, this is exhausting. Yeah. This is terrible. Here I, you know, I, I clearly have a gift. I clearly have something, and it's resonating. It's connecting with people, and and yet, and I, and, and and I'm asking for crumbs. Like, give me coffee. Can you, someone, buy me coffee? Yeah. You know, give me, throw a few bucks my way. What the hell is this? Yeah. And um, like, I just that moment broke me, in the most beautiful way. Hmm. I actually, a couple of days later, in that moment, that so that that morning, I. Opened my laptop and I was trying and I was um I was gonna put it I was gonna put that button where can I put it on my website yeah and I was just like ah no more mm-hmm. done done with this done with this yeah I closed my laptop and I just just you know had a relaxing day well I think maybe forty thousand people were on my website that day yeah and a couple of days later I went for a, a walk in these hills by my house and I just. I like I, I surrendered, man. I just I literally out loud verbalized. I told life, I, I surrender. I, it was like surrender and command. And I, I I literally I was talking to the sky, to the moon, to the coyotes, to you know the earth. I was like I uh, to my angels, whatever. Mm-hmm. I give up. I give up trying to do it all myself and trying to figure out how this goes. I'm gonna. I know what I'm here to do, which is I'm here to, to write and to say things and to, to share a perspective and to, to give witness to this consciousness coming through me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna do that. And if I need to have no money, so be it. Mm-hmm. If not having, if you need to take the rest of my money, I had like a thousand dollars in the bank at the time, and I was like, if you need, was you life, if you need to take my money, take it. That week, my truck it was broke down on the on the freeway. Mm-hmm. It shut off. I was doing seventy miles an hour, and it shut off while I was driving. I barely got over to the side of the the highway before I couldn't steer. Yeah, like everything was unraveling. I didn't know how I was going to pay rent that month. Like it was all, and I was just like, you know what? If this is how all that has to go, so be it. Mm-hmm. I am never going to stop sharing my voice. Yeah, 
And I, I, I committed to that to such a degree that, that in that moment, Dave, I became unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Something in me shifted. Yeah. And I, it's like I committed to that art, to that gift, to that. And it's like no matter how this goes, if I never make any money from this, that's fine. Yeah. If I have to get a job at Starbucks so I can keep writing, so be it. Mm-hmm. And man, literally from one day to the next, everything began to change. Yeah. Like, I, 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 there's a longer story there, but I'm, not, I'm telling you tangibly, everything began to change from that point. Yeah. And I think what's really beautiful about that, and I think some people might miss this because I think I did for a while, if you're really focused on achievement and success, you hear that story as a, a way to succeed. Mm. And that's, I think, that almost cheapens it. I think there's something about that where like you're you're committing to the thing that made you feel good yes. to begin with yeah. and and it's like i you know i've tried to i've tried to do this like commit to the blog and writing mm-hmm. in the past but it was always a, a, a kind of a barter system i was like mm-hmm. okay i'm going to do this because it's going to be successful i'm going to mm-hmm. do this because i'm going to mm-hmm. you know write something whatever and this time in december 2014 when i actually decided to start doing it every week yeah. I said, I'm going to do this for the intrinsic value that there is in doing yeah, the thing. Yeah. And that, and I have to keep reminding myself of that. Yeah. And I wrote a post six months ago. So this is for me. Yeah. And I just wrote, this is for me. And I just remind myself like, you know, this is, and, and it's like that the intrinsic value is, is what makes it successful and is yeah. what might give me the <clears throat> external rewards, yeah. but it's not the tactic for the sake of being a tactic. It's like, yeah. I actually just am, it is enough for me. Yeah. Like it really is enough. Yeah. I really could yeah. just scrape by. And if I did that, I would die happy. Yeah. I really do fucking believe that. And, yeah. and it's, and so because I can come from that place, it just works yeah. and something works. And yeah, maybe it ends up working. And maybe in three years I can be like, wow, geez, I can't believe millions of, this and that. I don't know. Like, but yeah. you know, it is like, there's something set that circle is complete yes. for me in that yeah. moment. And I think that's the thing that I missed for a while. And then some people miss when I tell them, when we talk about these stories, yeah, yeah. they say, Oh, that's how to do it. Uh, yeah. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> not at all. and I think that's important, you know? No, yeah. I mean, absolutely not. Again, it's like, I don't know how this all is supposed to go. The, the one blog that really broke through for me that literally took my income from 5,000 a month to the next month I made 20 grand. I don't even remember writing that blog. Like that's weird for me. Yeah. How do I not remember that? It's like I, I couldn't call that out. I couldn't say this is how it works or this is, you know, w- would I love to recreate that formula and have I even kind of tried in some ways? Sure. Yeah. Of course. Right. But it just it's something there's just something un you know touchable about it. Right. And um and you said, you know, focus on success and you'll have success. Well, man, you know, so I coach, right? And a lot of the people that I end up coaching are people who have success and they're miserable. Mm-hmm. They have the success, they have the money, they have multiple homes, and they're fucking miserable. Yeah. Because the path they took was not in integrity with their their truth, their their joy, their enthusiasm, their whatever that is. Mm-hmm. They didn't even take time to find what that would be. Yeah. Right? So like that's just 
that that moment when I really just it's like I gave myself permission to not have money to not have success in the way that and, and believe me man I have a lot of fear around that because you know if I don't have money no woman will love me mm-hmm. you know if I don't have money sure I'm a writer but if I don't have money I'm you know running a guest room if I you know the fear was I'm gonna have to go move home I'll be a 40 year old man living at home with my mom in Maryland yeah who the hell is gonna love that guy <laughs> <laughs> you know it's horrifying yeah but when I gave myself permission to actually have that experience because I was committed to, to doing this, mm-hmm. of course that never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like life, I really believe, and I've experienced it, that life wants us to be successful at what we came here to offer. And it's like Joseph Campbell, the, the you know, follow your bliss, doors will open for you where they would not open for other people, mm-hmm. where you would not have even thought there would be doors. Right. Right when you really follow your excitement, and and man, I have seen that absolutely the case for me. And when I when I follow things that are not excitement, when it like when I say yes to things that are kind of a ugh or a no or a slog, or it never works out. Yeah, it, I mean, I'll have an experience. I might make some money or I might have some success, but it's like I can't even really enjoy it. Yeah, it doesn't you know it doesn't have really meaningful impact and. But when I just say yes to my excitement, wow, man, the world opens up in ways that I couldn't have planned. Yeah. And that's priceless, man. You can't put a money value on that. Yeah. But what that looks like, again, if it looks like a blog that goes viral or if it just looks like a blog that I just enjoyed writing and it was just exciting to put out and, you know, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, man. It's all, it's all. Yeah. Lately I've been, you know, just tracking my, my moods a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that, you know, without, at the end of the day, I, I've just been fascinated with this idea that, you know, at the end of the day, and this is kind of a guy thing sometimes, but I'm sure women experience this too, where I'll be at the end of the day and I'm like, how was my day? And it usually centers around like, what did I get done? Uh, you know, like how yeah. did I accomplish whatever? <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. and, if it were actually about that, then it would be a linear or direct relationship. Oh, I got yeah, yeah, I got yeah. oh. thirty things done. Therefore, I feel good. I got yeah. two things done. Therefore, I feel bad. Right. But it's not. No. No. I could have done. Nothing I could have done do. a ton of shit. Yeah. And feel horrible. That's and I right. could have done almost nothing, but feel good. Yeah. And I find that the one thing that tips my mood. Yeah. Is if I made some magic uh-huh. somewhere in that day. Mm-hmm. If I wrote an article that I was fucking psyched about, day's gonna be awesome. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't I could. Matter. I could have right. just sat and played video games yeah. the rest of the day and I'll feel great about it. <laughs> yeah. And if I it's don't, it, yeah. it'll it'll be harder to get that. Yeah. And it could have been just like a Facebook post or it could totally. have been like something, yeah. Yeah. you know, but if I created some yeah. magic and I yeah. tapped into that yeah. um, essential, you know, thing that I feel in life, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like kind of depressing. I'm like, oh shit. So that's, that's what I got to do every day to be happy. But it's crazy that it's not linear at all. It doesn't make any sense. But it's like, if I can do that yeah. and again, I publish it. Yeah. You know, if I, as long as I don't hang my expectations on it, you know, but I've yeah. gotten better about that. And then it's like, great. I, I did that. Like, I'm psyched about that. I press publish, put it in the archive. I'm like, oof. Like, yeah. God, this is a good day. That's about it. Uh, you know, that's along, the main thing. Similar to that, I've also found no correlation between how hard I work and how much money I make. Hmm. It's the same. You know, when I was working for the band, I loved I loved being in that, but I was not really cut out to be a band manager. Mm-hmm. It just it just wasn't quite in alignment. I, I, I you know I did all right, and we got you know ABC Good Morning America. We toured all over yeah. the country. Yeah, but that wasn't really my calling. 
And I worked endlessly and I made very little money. My best year I made $18,000 mm-hmm. working with that band. Yeah. And um, whereas a blogger and writing and just doing that and you know, as a coach, everything working far less, you know, I can, I'll make, I'll make that, I've made that much in a month mm-hmm. working far less. Yeah. But I'm really, again, working in my joy, working in, and not to say that even that there's a correlation necessarily, because sure. I'm also, there are times I'm working in my joy and I make nothing. Yeah. So it's like, it just, you know, it's like, at the end of the day, what I realized through all of this is, because as an entrepreneur too, I can work so much and get to the end of the day and I have no idea what I just did. Right. It's the same thing. I don't know what I, don't know what I did today. I did a lot, but I don't know what I did. Yeah. I don't have a sense of accomplishment. Right. I don't have a sense yeah. that this mattered. And I don't, that, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. And so it's like I realize I just want to get to the end of every day and feel like, all right, I just feel good about today. Mm-hmm. today today was a good day. I feel good. And, and I have some, some processes in place, systems that I use sometimes to make sure that I, that I experience that. Mm-hmm. And um, I call it win the day. I want to win my day. Yeah. You know, get to the end of the day and go like, yeah, I won. And, and, and that doesn't mean I did lots of things. It could mean, it could mean I took a nap today. Right. I took a nap. Yeah. And I feel good about that. Right. Because <laughs> that's scary to do nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I took care of myself. <clears throat> You know, I went on a mountain bike ride and I did a Facebook post that was really edgy for me. Yeah. Man, I'm good. Yeah. That's like... Yeah. And, and it's like we do that not because there's going to be like... Like we just do that to feel good about ourselves. Absolutely. It's not like winning the day. It's like if I got... If I retroactively feel, you know, do whatever it takes so I can feel like that I won the day... I got down when I got done. Yeah. It's not like that change. That doesn't change much. It doesn't change. You know, exactly. it's, but it's like, I want to feel good about it. That's and, it. and I deserve yeah. to feel good about it. That's so right. it's like, why not? That's you right. Know? And, and yeah, like we're going to get down when we get done. Like we're just doing machines. Like we're just going to do that stuff, you know? And it's like, why not, you know, just try to work the mental angle too. And, and, and there's, I realized there's, again, as an entrepreneur, right? There's, I'm never going to get it all done. There's always going to be more for me to do. Yeah. And I, I live with that kind of angst constantly. Yeah. I, that's always present for me, but I've, you know, really practicing self-care through all this and just letting, you know, sometimes taking a nap, which I'm really terrible at. My girlfriend is my teacher around that. She yeah. reminds me to take care of myself, you know, but um, it's so important. And that's, I just get a lot of value through doing all this work out of just making sure that I really take care of myself. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing, if I do things for the money, man, it usually just doesn't go well. Yeah. Even if I make some money at it, you know, I do like, you know, retreats or different things. If I'm not really enthused and jazzed about it, life just doesn't feel good doing it. Yeah. It's really that simple. Yeah. Totally. You know? The other thing that I feel like elevates my mood and is is another win besides the creative wins Mm -hmm. is just like time with people you know that mm-hmm. i really enjoy like mm-hmm. you know and i and, and and so i've prioritized that in a way that you know of course i said to you hey let's get there and do this conversation but like let's hang out for half a day like yeah you know and and i know that like through experience like i know when i leave here i'll feel good yeah. like i'll feel that same thing i feel if i write an article yeah. and it's like yeah, okay yeah. so you know and I know that it'll be a, a better, a better interview, better podcast yeah. because you yeah. know we're having fun and enjoying ourselves. And it's like, okay, so 
I need to do more of that stuff. And, and so one of the things I did actually recently that I love is for the people that are, I, I send out a thing to the mailing list, um, for the blog and I say, Hey, um, uh, ADM every day for the next two weeks, I'm going to have one hour available. So if you want to solve a problem or mm-hmm. get my advice or help on something, just sign up and I send out a little calendar and it's free. And, and, and actually that was one of the smartest things I did because mm. when I start my day and I literally, I roll out of bed because 8am is kind of early for me, yeah. but I don't mind getting up yeah. if it looks like something kind of exciting yeah, yeah. and they'll, and I have a little, have them fill out a little form yeah. beforehand. So I know, Oh, like they have, they have okay. something they want to talk about. We might actually yeah. make some progress in this. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll, I'll say, Hey guys, um, yeah. you know, free coaching thing. It usually fills up really fast, which is cool. Yeah. It's like, you know, and so um, I get I roll out of bed at like a seven fifty seven. You know, make sure my, my phone is charged from the night before. Put on the headphones, grab throw some shoes. I'm going for a walk. I'm like kind of half asleep. They call me and hey, all right, hey, I'm awake. And then an hour later, like it's like the it's like a shot to my brain because I am mm. like I am awake and yeah, I yeah. and I feel like I've already kind of done That's something. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I have a I have a yeah. sense that yeah. my day has already been worth it. Yeah, and yeah. I start off with a win, that's and that's been really yeah, nice. I like that. Um, but I, yeah, it took me a while to realize that, I guess, you know, or um, just to, to put that in the beginning of the day because it, it's like, yeah, it's like a, it's like you eat that frog thing. And mm-hmm. I like you, you do the thing that's hardest, but like I do the thing that just gives me like mm-hmm. a win mm-hmm. right away. That's great. I you like know, that, that's that I don't have idea. to rely on yeah. inspiration for. Yeah. Um, that's been working for me. That's interesting. In a, in a fun way. Yeah. I like that idea because I'm yeah. too, I'm, I like to just sort of be leisurely in my mornings. Yeah. And because again to write I really need a lot of space yeah <clears throat> and I'm um, actually Paolo Coelho you remember hearing about his he wrote The Alchemist and <clears throat> I know you know that but people listening mm-hmm. may or may yeah, not yeah. but and he was saying uh, his day he, he starts at 9am but he actually he does useless things He'd email looked at the news you know bro- he does everything he can to procrastinate uh-huh. from writing <laughs> right and until about noon when he's tell and he does this every day. Yeah. This is his process. <laughs> right. It was so relieving to hear that yeah. actually, because I felt like a you know I felt like a slug myself. Right. Like I felt again blogger shame. Right. <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm not a I, yeah. I'm not a real writer because I you know yeah and um and every day and then about noon or one o'clock he says to himself okay Palio that's that's enough yeah it's time to get serious. But he's just accepted that that's part of his process. Yeah. And it works for him. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, God, I feel so much better about myself because I do the same, man. I'll, 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 you know, I'll get up. If, uh, so when I want to write, I, I have to, the whole day is blocked out. I don't do any coaching. I don't do uh-huh. anything else. The whole day is blocked out. Yeah. And I'll wake up at, you know, same, 9 o'clock-ish, 9.30 maybe. Yeah. And then... <clears throat> I'll get my coffee going. I'll kind of check the news. You know, I might watch some Stephen Colbert, yeah, <laughs> you know, his yeah, monologue yeah, totally. on YouTube. Yeah. You know, like the, all of a sudden an hour's gone by. Yeah. Um, and then I'll dip into my email, which this is not what today is for. Right. You know. <laughs> and God forbid we have somebody else in our life that That's knows right. we were supposed to write. And then there's extra guilt because I always felt this with like when I was married, I was like my partner mm. would be like, you know, I'd be like, no, I can't snuggle because right. I'm going to go work. And there I am watching fucking videos on YouTube. And she's like, what's your problem? Like, this, yeah. it, it's coming. But I need yeah, this yeah, yeah. first that's or right. something. But I'm like, but I know that sounds stupid because I'm judging myself for the same thing. So let's just leave it there, all right? You know? 
And it's funny because, yeah, then, and I, and I have a girlfriend and she knows, like, this is my writing day. And, but then, and then, you know, okay, so I've had coffee and water and, and now I got to go to the bathroom. So I'm an hour into it. Now I got to go to the bathroom. And, and instead of kind of getting into the mode, it's like, nope, I'll take my phone and open my ESPN app and I'll watch sports highlights for yeah. 30 minutes that I'm sitting on the toilet. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm totally. like, you know, and then it's like, okay one o'clock rolls around and i'm like all right let's do this yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so ridiculous but it's like thank god though i i have that space and that time because but one o'clock it's like still early i have, still have so much of the day to work with yeah and then i'll sit quietly and even during that sort of messy time though there's you know stuff will start to come through like what what's what's present in my mind like what's you know and actually though when i'm when I really do myself a favor, though, it's like I, I don't go to the news. I don't. When I just really allow myself to be quiet, mm-hmm. to maybe have my coffee, but have there be silence in the room. Yeah. You know, quiet, stillness, and give that space. That's really when I think I do my best work. Yeah. Is when I really just let there be space. But my mind is terrified at that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I have the kind of brain where I need to be doing something with it. You, right. Before smartphones, you know, I would go into the bathroom and I'd grab the shampoo bottle right. to just read something, anything, yeah. you know, anything. Give me something to occupy <laughs> my mind. I can't just sit here and look at nothing while I'm, yeah. you know. I had Michael Ellsberg on and he talked about that this is like the curse of the writer mm. is that we have these overactive minds and we and we, uh-huh. we somehow try to like drain mm. the sack mm-hmm. by like writing, mm. but it doesn't. It doesn't like quiet. It just it kind of just feeds the monster. Yeah, yeah. But we that's I think uh, that is a characteristic I, of a lot of people. But I think especially writers because you know I think what I've noticed is that there's busyness in everybody's mind body, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that writer's busyness happens to be in the form of thoughts and words. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a, a dancer or you know someone who's like more somatic might experience the busyness as feelings and sensations. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so our busyness is just this kind of unique sort of yeah. crazy yeah. that happens to be chatty. Yeah. You know? Well, I, it occurs to me as just an endless curiosity. Yeah. I'm just curious about everything. I'm curious what's in this shampoo bottle? What's yeah. in the, what's like what are the ingredients? What is what's their yeah. marketing? What are they t- marketing, what are they trying to marketing all the Like time. how are they lying to me right now? Right. <laughs> what's Going the angle? To the supermarket is just a super uh, fucking too, it's too hard. Uh, really? I'm I'm thinking about I'm I'm like in every marketing meeting for every product. That's hilarious. It's so yeah. like, bad. <laughs> I mean it's good, but I, and I'm like, oh, they put that there. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, they're marketing now. They put that on the second shelf. Oh, how much time right. they paid to put that on the first shelf? And that's the, right. I'm like, oh, they, oh, they do fifty percent more. Oh my god, it's just it, right. endless. It never stops. I know. I saw. I was at Albertsons last week, and you know how they have each aisle has the the, the little billboard at the top that tells you what's in the aisle. No. But, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. aisle nine. They have. So I was in aisle nine, and I looked up top, and it had sports drinks, juice drinks, new age drinks. Uh, and, I was like, what the fuck is a yeah. new age? Like, what? Albertson, yeah. new age drink. So I was like, yeah. I have to investigate this. Yes. What are they calling a new age drink? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I could find was coconut water. Right. But it was like bizarre. And yeah. so again, yeah, it's curiosity. Like, oh, interesting. Albertsons is calling out this thing called new age drinks. What the hell does that mean? I'm right. kind of offended. Part of me is offended. Part of me right. is excited. Yeah. Like, like, what is this? It's so yeah. interesting. And so yeah, it's the same. Endlessly curious, but it makes for great materials. Like yeah. there's no, I'm never gonna run out of stuff to write. Totally. Ever. Yeah. Because of that curiosity, but yeah. but it is exhausting at the same time. Yeah. There's like I get tired of my own brain at times. Yeah. 
I there's this idea of of feeling like now I can die happier, you mm-hmm. know, because I wrote this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like one of the ways that I that I look at that for myself is is I'm essentially with my blog, I'm trying to work myself out of a job. Mm. Assuming mm. my job is to answer questions from people, uh, uh-huh. which is not my job. But um, you know, it's like I want to get to the point where somebody can ask me a question, and I've addressed all because I address systems, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not like you know, I'm 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 like, hey, here's a system at play that's ruining your marriage. Here's a system at play that's ruining mm-hmm. your happiness. Here's a system at play yeah. that's ruining your career. I'm interested in the, that stuff, which is again the marketing on it, yeah, at the level below. So it's like um, if I can cover all the bases. And somebody asks me a question, and I can just go copy paste link. Here you go. I, mm-hmm. I wrote that article. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and again, I, I still there's still so much more yeah. to go because I have yeah, yeah. theories and about everything, you know. And it's like, and but in a way, evolve. like you know, I want to work myself out of a job by like writing all these out, so yeah. that I mean, not not that it'll ever end, but like I have this huge library of like uh-huh. like my thoughts on everything, you know, <laughs> and then then I can feel like good yeah. now I can I can go. Well, you know, my, one of the my specialties that I work with and write about is masculine and feminine dynamics, and what you're describing is the masculine drive. Yeah. To get to and, the end. Yeah. To get to the end where I don't have to do anything anymore. Right. It's all done. It's yeah. over. It's ended. Right. Whereas the feminine drive is to is to fill everything up constantly, to be full, to have yeah. life, to you know, life change, everything. Yeah. So it's like it's funny, there's that that I have the same, the masculine drive. It's like someday I'm gonna be oh it's gonna be done. And, yeah. then, and then I'll get to rest. Yeah. And even that kind of getting it all out in a blog is like, oh it's over. Yeah. It's out. I'm empty. Uh, it's ended. Yeah. Now I can rest, but then life happens. Oh, I see a sign that says new age drinks and I'm full again. I have to write again. It's like, right. so it's like, I, I totally get you and I feel yeah. that. And yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, reason yeah. it's endless because life is filling you back up with shit, right. <laughs> new shit. Right. And you're evolving. And yeah. I mean, it's like, so it's fun really. Yeah. You know, it's like when we realize it's never going to be over Yeah. and we can just be okay with that. Yeah. And enjoy the insanity of thinking it will. Yeah, and the temporary relief of the, temporary the moments relief, where we feel like exactly. we've somehow put something to bed, and then it wakes up. And again. it'll never, yeah. it'll be, a, we'll never have to deal with it. Now I can just go play video games and check yeah. out. Yeah. And and then, but then we'll wake up and it's like, oh, it's full again. Yeah. I have to empty. Yeah. So I mean, I can totally relate to that, and it's, yeah. you know, I think that's why too, you know, accepting that I'm never gonna have this sort of thing called success that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Even that, even writing a viral blog, you know, when that first really took off, you know, a million people a day were reading it. Just on my website, people yeah. were republishing it. They were, you know, people on Facebook were using it as their status. Right. And, you know, I think I that's why I originally read it actually. I saw it as like a Facebook. Facebook post. Probably. Post or something, yeah. And and so I don't, I don't know how many people read it. I can't, can, right. I have no idea. That's not how it happens today. I mean, that had its huge blip, and now you know maybe in a given day, maybe five thousand people will read it. Right. So that's kind of had its moment and it's come down. Yeah. And it's like I remember even Elizabeth Gilbert. You know, yeah. when she wrote "Eat, Pray, Love," that was her huge success, and then she yeah. had to write again. Right. She had to write something again. How do yeah. you follow that up? Yeah. You saw you know? her TED Talk, right? You saw her the TED, TED Talk. 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 Talking about TED genius talk. and yeah. what what is genius and all of creativity and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. If I, you know, really letting go of this notion that there's going to be some success I'm going to have and then I can rest, yeah. especially as a blogger, as a writer, 
giving up on that is really liberating. Mm -hmm. There's no end to this. There is no, because I think a lot of the anxiety that I had for many years as a writer was like, oh, I got to find the formula. I have to find the thing that's going to, that's going to just, oh, finally then I can, I can, I made it. Uh That place doesn't exist. Yeah. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. Right? And and (laughs) getting to be okay with that has been very liberating. Yeah. Because now I can just create. Yeah. You just write and again, have no attachment to whether a million people read it or, or 10. Yeah. Whether people love it or hate it. And that's another thing, you know, talk about writing, um, you know, learning to, learning to be okay with people despising what I write. Learning to be okay with people uh, hating what I just wrote. Yeah. That's been a profound Tell me about that for you. For like, you know, what's the yeah. what was it like before we were accepted? That like, how would you? Well, I remember uh, the first time I was writing for a website that doesn't really exist anymore called The Daily Love, and I remember the first time that I got, you know, a comment who disagreed, who who called me to task for what I was writing. It was like, ouch, that hurts. I don't like this. <laughs> that sucks. You know, and I really took it personal and. And of course, I mean, it's just the same thing that would happen in relationships. Like with a woman, if she didn't agree with me or like what I was, you know, like me or it would kill me. Yeah. And, um, but experiencing that enough, you know, writing and having that, that, you know, so many people read your blogs, like you just kind of run into that over and over and over again. And I remember one of, one of the best comments I ever got on a blog, it was on a really popular blog. And this is when I knew I was free of this concern mostly i mean it can still you know if someone yeah. if someone makes sense when they have a criticism that still kind of hurts because it just sort of you know brings up my own oh shit do i really know what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> and the reality totally. is no but good thing i got this published before they have that you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it was someone wrote a comment once and it was an article that that was pretty popular and and it had you know hundreds of comments most of them loving you know really touched me all that but one person wrote one comment and it was, this is the worst fucking article I've ever read. <laughs> That's great. That was it. And I was like, wow, the worst ever? <laughs> this is the worst fucking article. It was like, I, I took, I, had, it, it, I, I felt joy. I was, like, I was like, this is awesome. I was like, I am free. Like, if I can receive that and just laugh and be okay with it, and it's like, even be flattered, like, yeah. wow, I touched something in you so deep that this is the worst fucking right. experience. Like, this is the extremest experience that you've had reading in your lifetime. Shit, I must be good at this. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, yeah. Internet. <laughs> it was amazing. And that, too, has been very liberating to just know, you know, I can pour my heart and, and, and just offer my, my rawest truth and heart and, and something that I think is going to serve and then someone just goes, this is the worst fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Anyone at the internet, you just broke the internet with your ugliness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah. It's yeah. so liberating, man. It's so funny. It's amazing. It's just like, just get, I got no control how any of this goes. Yeah. I can't make a blog go viral. I can't make people like what I write. Yeah. I can't make any, I can't, I, I, I just, all I get to do is write it and put it out. It's hard to piss people off too, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm in, you know, I'm sort of a rebel rouser in that way uh-huh. sometimes, and so I'll be like, 
I'll write. It's always funny. Like when I direct something at someone, mm. they're the people who tend to like it the most. Oh, you know, yeah, in a funny, funny way. It's like I'll, especially I'll, I'll, I'll use like humor or, or music and make fun of people and things. And those are the people that end up like life loving it and mm-hmm. and being like approving of it the most. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, what the fuck? Like that? Uh, you're supposed to hate that. Right. You're supposed to be. You, that's supposed to. That is supposed to expose your uh, bullshit, man. Well, yeah. And they're like, yeah. You know? <laughs> that's funny. Like, well, you uh, haven't been writing about Trump then. Well, it's really easy to piss people. It off is really, that yeah. Journey. That's that's yeah. It's like I well, especially in the spiritual world, I feel like, and maybe mm-hmm. it's because you know some spiritual people just bypass it or whatever. But it's like mm-hmm. I'll I'll just like poke fun of New Agey stuff, mm. and not just poke fun of it. I will like as I will call out as mm. ruthlessly mm-hmm. as I can, mm-hmm. and then the same people that I have in my mind. Right, I'm writing that, this about like, you. I'm writing this about you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, don't share that shit. You know, like that's you. <laughs> that's hilarious. And right. and they love it, and they are just like yeah. delighted. And yes. I'm just like, God, can I do? That's it's something. Like, part of me is like glad that I can mm-hmm. just be free to mm-hmm. do that because mm-hmm. no apparently there's not gonna be any consequences and the other part of me is like mm-hmm. what am I like what mm-hmm. am I doing like mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the point of this you know like yeah and and this actually brings me to another point that I think is good this this is like I keep my sanity around this because people always ask you especially if there's been some success they're like you know they want they want a reflection about like are you changing the world are you mm-hmm. like is your writing doing this and, and I just like Mm. Over the years, I've thought to myself, like, hey, why, like, what am I doing here? Like, mm. what can I actually take away and yeah. put in the emotional bank? What's what's yeah. real out of this? Yeah. I certainly can't say that yeah. what I'm doing is making a difference in somebody's life. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe, but eh, that's a tough one. Yeah. But I know that I enjoy the fuck out of doing this. Yeah. Um. So maybe I'm doing this like. I'm just like the crazy person with the soapbox in the street corner mm. that just has a great time. I'm just like ranting and raving, mm-hmm. but I do it because I like it mm-hmm. and some people like it too. And I think that that if anything, I'm just encouraging people to do what I'm doing, mm-hmm. to be ranty and ravey and, and mm-hmm. start and talk, mm-hmm. use their voice. Mm-hmm. But I, I was like, I don't know that I could really ever say that I, yeah, sure, I, I might make a difference for people, but that's... That's never like I let go of that intention yeah. or that yeah, goal, yeah. you yeah. know, because it's like I, yeah, I just do this for me and it happens to yeah. be in the form of self-help, but it's not because yeah. I'm trying to help people. Yeah. I just like a self-help yeah. in a weird way, you yeah. know, and it's, it's like, that's the goal, but yeah, it's a strange well, thing. Well, I get that. I mean, you know, I get, I get emails really all pretty much daily from people who said they read something and. You know, I got an email from a woman who just left her husband like literally a couple days ago and she was telling me how she read something that I had written and it was like that was sort of the straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing and I get emails like that a lot but it's it's interesting. That too is very, it's just like, you know, I have a lot of equanimity towards this. In other words, there are the people that say this is the worst fucking article you've ever written and then there are the people who say this is the best thing I've ever read and you changed my life. I kind of take both of those the same in the sense that, you know, one of the teachers that I love, David Data, uh, I heard him say once that, um, you know, when you really kind of get clear about what it means to offer your gift in the world, you actually really discover that humanity is basically fucked. Yeah. And no matter what you do, you are not going to save the world. 
and I've always really, that's really set well with me in a sense. And I don't take, it's not a cynical view for me. It's more just, a, it's really a liberating view for me. It's what really allows me to not get my head all big and mighty because I changed someone's life. Because it's not, I didn't do anything. If they weren't ready to receive, they would have gotten that message somewhere. Yeah. Life was going to show up and support them somehow. Okay. Right. So, you know, if anything, I was just one voice of many. That right. they were already hearing, and maybe if that the, just if the if the quarter drops, it had just been nudged and nudged and nudged, and then I'm just the quarter that came along with boop, and it's like exactly, yeah. exactly. It's like I'm just one voice, one aspect. I mean, you know, they might have who knows? They might have seen a TV commercial that's you know that that just sparked. God right. only knows. So it's right. like, and there's plenty of people that even people very close to me that read my stuff all the time. And they still do the stupid shit in their lives. Right. That it's like I'm writing about this, right. <laughs> and you're reading it and sharing it, and doing nothing yeah. that is a reflection of what you're reading. Yeah. So it's it is it's such a head trip, man, and and that's why it's like really learning to just not be attached with what happens, not having the delusion that I'm going to change the world somehow. Sure, I'm going to have impact, but I have no idea what that impact is going to be. And some people, it's going to be, it's actually, they're going to take it as being hurtful, mm-hmm. that what I'm doing is hurtful mm-hmm. and offensive, you know? And, and, and other people, are, you're going to tell me I'm, you know, I'm a savior, I'm the man that the world needs, and you have to keep writing, and it's so important. And it's like, God, you know, the moment, it's like, I really appreciate that. And I definitely have, you know, feel very connected to a mission and a purpose. And I, I get that it feels, it feels important at the same time man i'm not gonna save the world yeah i'm i'm just i'm not here to do that and the moment i think i am dude i've just corrupted what i'm what i'm offering yeah you just screwed yourself i just screwed myself why would i do that to myself i've just became every asshole kind of guru leader that sort of is high on their own stuff and i really don't think i can be of service when i'm attached to, to an outcome either way yeah. You know, so it's it's funny, man. It's really this has been such a, a beautiful journey for me of my own awakening, being a writer, mm-hmm. blogging. Yeah. In so many ways, just you know, of of being both passionate and detached at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, really giving myself to it while not being attached to having a certain outcome. Yeah. It's really it's a beautiful surrender practice. Yeah. You know, to be a writer and to, and to do this and you know, I think, you know, Jim Carrey said something really poignant. Um, he said, I, I wish everyone... That is so... I was literally just thinking that 10 seconds ago. That's so funny. Is that right? Yeah, I, I really was. That. And I was just like, huh, maybe I'll mention that. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. There you so, go. So go ahead. But yeah. Well, so he said, I wish I wish everyone could have, what, the th- be famous and rich yep. so that they would know that it doesn't work. So they know that it just doesn't make them happy. It or doesn't something. make it's them like, happy. Yeah. And I feel like having had a blog that's went wildly viral. And yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And it definitely changed the, the, the playing field on which I can operate as right. a writer and a coach and you know, yeah. all that. But it, 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 it doesn't make me endlessly happy. Yeah. You know, it didn't fix my relationship challenges. It didn't uh, um, just, you know, it didn't uh, you know, stop me from having to pee in the middle of the night five times. 
Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it didn't stop all the issues that were there before the blog went viral. Yeah. Um, it didn't, you know, make me any less human and have the stuff that I still need to deal with. Yeah. If anything, I had to really double down on that commitment because now all of a sudden, you know, much more money is coming in and, and that old fear around not having money starts to show up again. It's like, right. It's like it's different know, problems. It's different just, fears. It's just different. Well, it's the same fears, yeah. different details about how they're now playing yeah. themselves out. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, man, it's just such a, you know, it's, it's really, I feel like I'm in a really sweet space of just letting go and, and you're committing. I call it again, it's like surrender and command. The surrender is, I have no idea how this is supposed to go. Yeah. And, I, and I'm okay with that. And the command is, I'm going to continue doing my art, doing what I'm here to do in the world, giving my gift, and 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 life. You show up. You do your you do your part of it, whatever yeah. that looks like. Yeah. And man, that's such a powerful place to be yeah. in. Yeah. It feels just endlessly sweet. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Seth Godin has been another has been a I lighthouse for Seth me Godin. in that yeah. in in that when I think of that sentiment. I honestly don't know where I would be with this particular blog mm. and writing online if it wasn't for the Seth Godin. I Seth think that Godin, yeah. he is such a lighthouse. Yeah. Um, I have this like I have this. I mean, I obviously want would love to interview him, and and I'm like, I've been thinking like, how am I going to do this? I want to write. I feel like I want to write like this like this like just long essay about like oh, how important he is to me and like hand delivered to him. Like I have this idea of like how I'm going to reach him, but like, yeah. and I, I've emailed him a bunch of course he emails people mm -hmm. back. He's great like that. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, for him, like for me, what would he, when he says like, you know, everybody starts a blog, 30,000 people started a blog today, or whatever, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. nobody finishes the blog. Nobody finishes it. Yeah. You know, or, or this idea that like, I mean, dude, he's been posting every day since 1999. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like 17, 18 years. I mean, yeah. he's just been doing it every day, you know? And it's yeah. like, I did my job. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. That yeah. my job is to yeah. get it out. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's my job. That's it. You know, yeah. and and that it is it is there is like worthiness. There is like that is there's meaning in, yeah. in showing up and putting out your work. That's it. That's it. And there's meaning in that. That's it. And yeah. then and then this whole thing about him, you know, he um he just put out that the behemoth, that that huge ass book of like like his best blog post. Really? It's like okay. this, it's like this wow. big, it's huge. Wow. And he only printed like, you know, 1500 of them okay. or something ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. And, and, wow. and I think, I, I think this is this book, but wow. on the, on one side it says this might work. And the uh, other side it says this might not work. I love it. And you could like flip it around I and it's like this it. set of coin, I you know? And, and that is, that. you know, that, that another reminder from him that is yeah. stuck with me, you know? And, God, you know, you put out, you, yeah. you especially the stuff that you go, Oh, this is really good. I think, and, yeah. and you go, okay, you know, yeah. This might not work. Yeah. Yeah. Publish, you know, and it's like, yeah. and what a fucking relief it is yeah. to actually just let yourself do that. And then once it's done, go do something else, you know, because yeah. that's your job is done. That's it. You know, and that's it. That's it, man. What a fucking relief, you know. I feel so good after I hit publish, after I hit share, or publish, or put a video or something. I feel yeah. so good. Yeah. I have no idea. And again, I, like I did a video a couple of weeks ago that I was like, oh, this is going to fucking go. It's yeah. going to be huge. <laughs> I was like, this is a 50,000 view video easily. Yeah. It got two, 3,000 views, right. you know, and I was like, and, it, and then it just died. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, this was so perfect. Yeah. 
but you know but still the the process of just putting the video out it's like then and then i just go on a mountain bike ride or i you know eat a sandwich or yeah. grab a beer or it's yeah. like it's just like i feel so at ease it's oh, like so deeply yeah. delicious and if it doesn't get the 50k it's like i'm gonna do another video anyway yeah it just my discipline is to not if like once i publish something wait at least half a day before checking to see mm-hmm. how it does like uh-huh. that because even if it like i find that let's say i post post uh, you know i, I share yeah. an article on facebook for the first time that i think oh this might do well even if i check it like i, I have the impulse to check it like 10 minutes because then i think okay well if it got this many it's in this trending and then there's like <laughs> right. you know but it's sign, like right. but, but yeah. it's like you know but even if it yeah. does oh even if it's just like okay if i wait a day to check it yeah i'll probably be happy with the result because I'm like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Ten people liked it. Yeah. Like, at least, like, uh, there's something in it. Like, it's so good for me to wait and just go, okay, especially if I have an expectation. Yeah. I just go, like, great. I am not going to check that to see yeah. how it does. Yeah. You know, and wait. At le- like, if I can wait a day, that's great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hear you. Well, and remember, that the, the blog that really took off for me, Choose Her Every Day or Leave Her, I wrote it in May. And it didn't really take off until July. Right. And, but I'll tell you though, in July, it took off and I don't exactly know why, but I was paying attention that day. I hadn't looked at my blog stats in, in, in a few months cause I just was so over it. Yeah. You know how that is. I just oh, so totally. over it's it. It's a terrible addiction. And, 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 but I was at this cabin in Idaho. I was like really feeling good. I was alone writing and, and I was like, oh, let me just check and see what's going on. I haven't looked for a couple months. Let me see what's going on. Yeah. And that blog before, again, I checked it first thing in the morning and it had a thousand views that morning. And I thought, well, that's interesting because usually I was getting about a thousand to two thousand a day on the whole blog. Or actually, mm-hmm. no, I was getting about a thousand views a day max on yeah. my entire website. Yeah. And so this one blog had a thousand that morning. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Well, I'll share it again. Let me give it a little love. Yeah. And I put it on my Facebook page, which had maybe 1,200 fans at the time. And I thought, you know, maybe I'll get three or 4,000 views today. Just give it a little bump. Yeah. By the end of the day, it had 40,000 views. Mm-hmm. And even then I thought, whoa, well, it's Sunday afternoon. A lot of people were reading. Tomorrow morning's Monday. It, you know, it, it'll, it'll die down. It, that, that was it. That was, that was fun, but it's over. Yeah. And the next morning I woke up and, and there were 100,000 people reading that blog before breakfast. Yeah. And it's just like something had happened. Yeah. And so... You know, there is something to be said for just paying attention and, and you know, giving a yeah. little nudge, giving oh, little yeah. nudges. Even like that, that moment, it was three months later. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of content. I have no a lot of content. No one's ever going to accuse me of not paying enough attention, I think. Oh, <laughs> really? Way. It's like I got like, it's just too much. Like it's I too I, much, yeah. I, I, I mean, I haven't, I think like when I go on the dashboard of my blog, I, mm-hmm. it's like the stats are there. Like, I don't know if I can avoid seeing them. Maybe I yeah, want to yeah. like shut that part down or something, but it, yeah, I, well, I, I end up seeing it multiple times a day. Well, there's something kind of to be like, said. I mean, we've been talking Dave about like the, the sort of the just show up and let life do the rest. I mean, there is something to be said for, for doing something thoughtful with what you're aware of. You know what I mean? I don't think that blog would have gone viral if I hadn't reshared it that day. Yeah. I can't know that. Yeah. Could be wrong, but I, I suspect. Yeah. You know? So, again, man, it's still untouchable. I still don't know exactly what happened, and I can't reproduce it at will. Right. But, you know, paying attention, it's like being sensitive to what's happening. What are people really responding to? And then, you know, I just do more of that. 
Yeah. And maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. But, you know, there is, man, it's why they call it art. Yeah. There's no science to it, but there's, you know, there is a craft, there is a care, there is a, you know, and I think, you know, one thing I've noticed a lot of writers, you write a blog and you put it out there and then you just want to forget about it. It's like, okay, I did my job, now I'm going to just forget about it. Well, I think there's something to be said for actually, that's a piece of art that you can show again. Totally. You know, yeah. that you can repost. Yeah. I remember in the early days of, of writing, when I started writing for other websites, I started sharing articles you know, again, twice. And I remember one of my, a friend of mine who was a blogger also for the Daily Love at the time, he was like, ah, oh. he's like, that's interesting. I see what you're doing. Because he didn't want to do that. Because again, there was, there was sort of this sort of weird code that, you know, once you write something and put it out there, then it's just marketing and self-indulgence to put it out there again. Oh, yeah, now you're just trying to get likes or you're trying to get attention. Yeah. Right. And well, I had that mindset at first. Oh, yeah. And now I don't. I repurpose content all the time. Oh, for sure. You know, I use it again. There's so much goodness in that. There's so much beautiful art in that. And, yeah. And so now it's like, you know, I'm, I'm always repurposing. And, and that has a cumulative effect. There is a building, growing mm -hmm. effect that I see. Totally. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so, but again, if I make that matter to me, I'm, it's, it doesn't, I don't enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, if it's like I need to get likes or I need this to work in a certain way, it just, it just, it's not satisfying. Yeah. Totally. Whatever happens. So it's such, you know, always keeping one eye on my own ego Yeah, through this whole thing is so important. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, I want to ask you the question that I ask at the end of the show. Okay. And, and um, it's if you could write yourself a note and pass it back through the fabric of time to mm. yourself yeah. at some moment, maybe when that, like when the truck broke down or maybe like when yeah. the beginning, uh, some kind of beginning, um, what would you say? What would you write on that note that you could actually read back, back then? And when would you send it to yourself as a writer? Well, I would have sent it long before the truck breaking down moment because <laughs> that was when things hit the bottom. Uh, I would have told myself a long time ago, stop doing things that feel heavy. Stop it. Better to do nothing. Just let there be space hmm. than do what feels heavy because you're afraid, because you think you need money. You think you need to do something. You think you need to produce to have value and self-worth. Don't do that shit. If something is not an enthusiastic hell yes for you, don't fucking do it really have the courage to just say no and things are going to work out faster and more lovely than you than you can ever imagine mm -hmm. that's what i would have really wanted to both hear i wouldn't have believed it <laughs> i would have read that note and go yeah that's this bullshit okay well i need to make money yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but that like just that practice years ago and it's funny, I say that, you know, I left the military at 26 and I, I resolved to never do something that I didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. But it's even in, even in, even in that, I still did things out of fear mm -hmm. so often. Yeah. You know, fear of not having money mostly. Yeah. And man, if I just take that off the table, I think life would have, and I'm, you know, I don't have any regrets. I'm very happy. Yeah. I love my adventure. I love yeah. my, my bottoming out experience. Yeah. Grateful for it, but yeah, that's the thing, man. Yeah, long time ago. I really like the thing that what you said there that really just 
oh, like I got that was this idea of, so don't do things, something that feels heavy. It's better to do nothing. Yeah. I don't know. That just feels really significant. Like mm. I feel like, okay, we've heard, so we, some of us have heard, okay, don't do the thing that you don't like, but don't forget that it's, it is actually better to do nothing. Yeah. And we all know how to do nothing. Like that's not, it's not hard to stop and do nothing. It's hard to stop and then find the thing you like mm -hmm. and replace it. Cause then mm -hmm. we're worried about like, well, if I don't do this, mm -hmm. what if I, no, yeah. nothing. Yeah. You know what nothing is. Nothing's simple. Yeah. So doing nothing instead of that thing and leaving the space, even if that space means nothing comes in, nothing is nothing. Yeah. Nothing is okay to do nothing instead. Yeah. I really appreciated that. Well, 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 and actually, I think a lot of people don't know what nothing means. Yes, yeah, no, that's right. It's, I think actually, when you, it's like, people, it's terrifying. What does that mean? Do, yeah. What do you mean? Just sit on my couch and do nothing? And but no, not necessarily. But really, do nothing. You know, my, my stepmom gave me this amazing advice years ago. When in doubt, do nothing. I love that. And really what that means to me is when in doubt, just don't make a decision. Don't choose. Don't say yes to the thing that, that is really a maybe. Yeah. Wait until it's a clear yes. And in the meantime, go for a walk. Take a nap. You know, go on a picnic. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. You know, read a book. Make love to your partner. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, it doesn't mean don't do anything for the next year. It yeah. just means today. It's like, it's like Relax. being in a band. This is how, this is the mindset uh, that I try to d adopt. And pretty much if I'm playing with somebody, they're going to have this too, mm -hmm. which is if you're, we're jamming and we're playing a song and like, it's like doing nothing is beautiful mm -hmm. and playing something is beautiful. Mm. And if you, what you're going to add yeah. isn't like a yeah. hell yes. Don't doing add. nothing yeah. is also adding something absolutely yeah and be aware that when you add something yeah. it's a choice to take away that's from right. the choice to do nothing that's right and i think that it's yeah. so good to realize yeah. that that it's like you know i'm going to be like for example with the intimacy fest in, in june mm -hmm. i i made the decision to only have one person come and teach at it. Mm -hmm. And it's a four-day thing. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, my friend Reed Mahalko, who's just mm -hmm. an absolute genius. Mm -hmm. And I've been to things before where Reed would be there for a couple days and he'd only teach like one class. And mm -hmm. I just thought, what a tragedy. This guy mm -hmm. is, he's the best at what he does. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to have him come to Intimacy Fest and he was going to come the whole time anyways. So I'm going to use the fuck out of him. And he's going to mm -hmm. teach like three or four classes the mm -hmm. whole time. And every day at least. And and I and everybody that approaches me and says, "Hey, I'd like to share my thing at Intimacy Fest," uh, you know, it's like, do I want you to share your thing? Absolutely. I think you're yeah. awesome. You're yeah. great. You're my tantra friend or whatever. Yeah. But I I am very aware that what I have you do will yeah. be a no to something else. Yes. You know, yeah. and either read or some workshop that I yeah. want to do or whatever. The yeah. the stuff that's already full. Yeah. And it's like you're already your life is already full with nothing. Yeah. You know, your day is already yeah. full. Yeah. Even if eight hours of it are nothing, yeah. that is full. Yeah. Don't forget that what you add is going to take yeah. away from nothing. Yeah. And be aware of that. No I love that. Yeah. No nothing's, <laughs> nothing's awesome, actually. Nothing is very important. Nothing's really great. It's relaxing. It's where we relax. It's where yeah. we allow. It's like we're in the flow. We let life do it. Yeah. And usually we go out of nothing, out of anxiety. It's an yeah. anxiety that takes us out of nothing. And then we're doing something in anxiety and we're, we're not happy, we're miserable, or we're stressed, we're in the stress response. So it's like, whoa, just, you know, 
Yeah. Do nothing. I'm having this like, this is going so much longer than I thought. I'm having this idea that like, I would love to demonstrate how people's day is mm-hmm. with a band. So I'd have a band mm-hmm. and then I'd have the band all play at once. Just like, oh, like a video. Just going crazy. Everybody's just playing. Everybody's playing. It's yeah. just like, it's loud. Yeah. And then after a minute, you're just so sick of it. It's like, please. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was cool for the first five seconds. It's a great but, video. You know, and then it's like, yeah. okay. And then, there, then there's nothing. And then, okay, good nothing. And then, and and then like, like guitarist yeah. is like, but it. Yeah. Just a, Badana, it's like, it. oh, okay. That's nice. Like, Badana, and then have everybody play over that. Like, no, no, <laughs> do you hear that? You can't hear that anymore, <laughs> can you? Like, Badana, <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah. all right, like, uh, and then it's just it. like really getting the fucking space, man. That's like, beautiful. the space is so good, you know? The and, space is delicious. Uh, it, I'll, I'll throw another music example out there because, um, uh, this is from Ivan Neville, who's one of the Neville brothers. And mm-hmm. I lived in New Orleans for six months and, and just New Orleans brass band, mm-hmm. jazzy funk is just my absolute favorite mm-hmm. kind of music. Living in New Orleans was, is just, was a musical orgasm for mm-hmm. six months. It was mm-hmm. amazing. And I was, I was listening to an interview with, with Ivan Neville, um, who's kind of a weird guy. He's kind of a dick too. I'm not saying I really like him that much, but he's, he mm-hmm. knows music, man. Mm-hmm. This guy was born and raised mm-hmm. in that family. And, and they, um, I mean, somebody asked him, like, what is, so you play, so Ivan, you play funk, you know, like, what is that? What is funk? What mm-hmm. does funk mean to you? And he goes, I'll tell you what funk means to me. Here's what funk is. F. Uh-huh. U. N. K. That's what funk is. Wow. You know? And I was like. God damn, that's good. <laughs> that's amazing, you know? Mm. Like, thank you for that, you mm. know? Like, that is, like, yeah, mm. that is, that's what funky music is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's somebody who knows space. Yeah. And actually, not just knows, but it's a fucking value of theirs. Like, this is why yeah. you know, the musicians that I play with, like, yeah. they, they, it's, they get off on yeah. bringing space to the table. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they're like, and then you look at and you, they, there's an acknowledgement yeah. of that, like, dude, yeah. Yeah. like good use, good space. Yeah. It's not just something that is like, oh yeah, it's nice. So you can take a break. No, like, like, oh, like yeah. that's a pocket player, man. That drummer is like, thank you. Good. Yeah. Sp- yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That space you just created yeah. is so good. Yeah. And there's a value around it. We all share that value. And that's yeah. like those, that, oh, that's the yeah. band that, that I have. Those are the only guys I play with really. I mean, yeah. that's it. Wow. So, ugh. Yeah, I it's love good. funk. Prince and his funk era. Oh, Prince. The just, timeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, man. dude, thank you for this. Yeah. It's been really fun. And, um, this is fun. And uh, BrianReeves.com. Uh, Brian, Brian with Thank and, you. And, uh, and that, that'll all be in the show notes if yep. you want to check that out. Um, and, uh, yeah, man. Thanks, awesome, for, thanks for joining us for this man. conversation. And thanks for coming up and sharing this rainy day with me. It's yeah. so cool. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as I enjoyed recording it. And I truly did enjoy recording that. Um, it was really nice. You know, I'll say this again because I say it and been saying it a lot lately, but, you know, I've been recording all these episodes live. Um, I will not do anything over Skype anymore, even though it's very convenient. And this was a great example of why, because, you know, Brian and I got to spend some quality time together. And I think it really showed in the aliveness of this recording. And so I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Again, go to darkenthepage.com for any show notes. Um, check out Brian's blog, brianreeves.com. 
Uh, he's a great writer and he's a very passionate individual and I appreciate that about him. And if you want to leave a rating and review, if you really enjoy, if you listen this far and you're like, man, this show is awesome, uh, let me know. Uh, I don't mean to sound kind of needy here, but you know, Dark in the Pages is a small show. We're a little tiny podcast. When I say we, it's just me. Sometimes I say we, but really it's just me. Um, and so the more encouragement I get from people uh, out there like you, the more I want to continue it and post more episodes. Right now I'm posting about once a month, but even that is sometimes once every two months. So uh, send me an email. You can hit me up at darkenthepage at gmail.com or you can just go to my blog, which is buddhism.com and contact me there. And you can do all that stuff and I would appreciate it. So until next week or until next month or until the next time I see you, go make great art.